Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Club Pro Chatter Season 6, Episode 5. I am Greg Snow along with Scott McDonald. Scott, did you forget to shave this morning? You look a little scruffy down there. We're up north at the cabin, and I'm just letting it grow. Maybe that'll help my golf game, Greg. Yeah, you're you're not playing great right now. Um, and we hey, we're open books here on the uh on the old Club Pro Chatter podcast. So you're right. Maybe you need to change. Do you think maybe you need to go back to the slick summer bee haircut? <laughs> Might not hurt. Might not hurt. Might well, not it could hurt. be. Well, Scotty, uh, since we last chatted, I, I think we need to start off the show with congratulating you. Um, I know Kaylee's not on yet, but um, British Open picks. Scotty had McElroy, Rom, Scheffler, and Cameron Young all did very well. Kind of blew away me and Kaylee and Carla, who also helped with some of those uh, disastrous picks that they had. Um, they're not on to defend themselves. I, I shouldn't do that. But anyway, Scotty, congratulations. You won two majors. Kaylee and I each won one. Most people would call that a good career. But for us, it just it just doesn't feel good to, to give that up to you. I just want to say congratulations. You got Thank words? you. You know, Greg, I just would also like to point out that's two years in a row that I've won the major championship picks. Um, I'd like to thank the Academy. I'd like to thank Google. And I'd like to thank Vegas for the odds helping me with the picks. And maybe you're not, Phil Mickelson. You're, <laughs> we're going to talk about that later in the show. I got some questions for you. I got some stuff, but we'll get to that. But first off, we have a special guest. Now, Scotty, uh, this this worked out just perfectly. Again, we, we said before, we said, hey, we're going to have on the Women's State Open winner. We had no idea who it was. We said this before. Uh, we talked about this. Uh, Kaylee says, yep, we're going to get her on, whoever it is. We'll go from there. And as many know, we had Caleb on on our last show, Caleb Van Aragon. And we'd like to introduce the Women's State Open champion, Catherine, pop on here for us. Hi. Catherine, good to finally meet you. Congratulations on your big win out at the State Open. Thank you. Um, hey, start off telling us a little bit about yourself. Uh, we got Caleb's version of himself. So now, and Scott asked a really cool question that he's probably going to ask you again. Um, All right. So, so be ready for that. But just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're going to do with golf, where you're going to school, all those good things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just graduated from Blaine High School um, just this past June, and I am going to be moving into St. Thomas in about three weeks here um, to play golf there. So that's exciting. The Tommies. So, Catherine, Tommy. how did you settle on St. Thomas? Obviously, recently, uh, Division One program. What <laughs> helped you make that decision to go to St. Thomas? Yeah. So when I kind of first started my recruiting process, it was the summer after sophomore year, and it was that fall that they turned Division One. So um, I really started. I started looking at, you know, a really big kind of pool of schools and kind of tried to figure out through that summer, like what I wanted. And I decided that I wanted to stay close to home. And so ultimately that, I mean, that limited my choices, but that was probably for the best at the end. Um, and so I took visits to a few different places in the Midwest. And um, what really drew me to St. Thomas was the coaches, like coach Katie Hahnemann, is 
I mean, I think she's been on, on the show before. She's amazing. She has a lot of great experience. She's always supportive. She's just, she's just a great coach. Um, and I love the team. Campus is great. So I just think all in all, it would be a good place for me with or without golf. But um, with the golf part, it's definitely perfect. Kathy, what's, the, what's the home course for St. Thomas? It is Stone Ridge. Stone Ridge! Oh, that's something, Scotty! Yeah, huh? I was going to say that. You knew that? Oh, yeah. All right. Fire they away, Scott. release this summer. Yes. Um, no, so, Catherine, talk, have you played, obviously, congrats on the win. Congrats on just an amazing summer. I was trying to look up all the results of all the major events. You've played a lot. You've traveled a lot. Um, I don't know how your parents do it. They're here. They're at the 3M Open. You're down in Arkansas. You're at Stone Ridge. You're at the U.S. Junior Am. Caleb's up in Canada. I mean, is anybody ever home at your house? It's been a couple weeks since I saw my brother and my dad. So I think they're coming home like later today. So that'll be nice. But no, it's it's been pretty crazy because, you know, I went to Colorado. Um, I think that was like mid July. And then, um, you know, Caleb played the state am right after that when I was in Colorado and then he got into the three M and I was able to watch that. But then we left right after that for Arkansas Then Caleb left for Canada. And then I came back and now he's, you know, leaving for school in about a week, but, um, it's been busy, but it's been, it's been fun. Wow. Catherine, all right, we're going to backtrack now for a little bit. Then we'll mm -hmm. we'll move forward through in, into talking about the state open round. But yeah. tell us where golf started for you. Mm -hmm. How did it start? Who was instrumental in getting you to kind of, you know, to the, where you're at today? And, and just mm -hmm. talk us through that. Yeah. Well, my parents, my brother might have told you this, but my parents didn't, didn't really golf. Um, he said that. They, he told us yeah. that. Yeah. My dad was a, my dad was a runner. My mom was a swimmer. Um, but Caleb started playing golf young at like age three. He was always very coordinated. So, um, they got him started on golf pretty early and he loved it. And then, um, he's four years older than me. So I started playing when he was seven and I was three. Um, and from there, I mean, it, it was really just a, an enjoyment first, like just more for fun than anything else, but it really did grow into something that I, I think both of us realized that we could, you know, do well in. So I think that was, that was how I started. But then, um, you know, seeing with my dad and my mom, not really knowing that much about golf, we went to um, Craig Warian for lessons as, as kids. I was probably, it's probably seven, seven or eight when I, um, when I kind of started going to him and he really helped me with my swing as, as it was developing. And then from there, we went to Luke Benoit and we've been, um, he's been our coach for probably 10 years. Beautiful. Well, Luke's been my coach for 30 years and I feel like I haven't gotten as good as you guys. So maybe I should get a refund. Although all those maybe lessons should. have been free. So um, talk a little bit, obviously about, I don't think Greg's ever had a lesson, by the way. I've never had a lesson. Yeah, maybe you should go to Luke. Never had one lesson. Self-taught man. 
<laughs> okay, so obviously golf, you and Caleb both play golf. What other sports, if any, have you done through throughout your high school career? Have you dabbled in any other sports? I... I have, I've not dabbled in anything in high school, but in, okay. you know, elementary school, I, I swam for a few years, you know, I, yeah, I was on a, like a swim team and I was in like elementary school, middle school age. Um, I played basketball in like fifth grade. I ran cross country and I think also fifth grade. So I've done, you know, a couple things here and there, but nothing stuck in the same okay. way. Yeah. So mainly just golf. Mainly golf, yes. Well, I think, Catherine, that's probably a big part of why you're at where you're at and why you've done so well in all these events. Um, talk us through Minnesota PGA Junior stuff, and now you're playing in more national events. Mm-hmm. When did that – when did you kind of push the push it with your parents of, hey, I, I want to play some more competitive things, or did that just naturally happen? I think it just naturally happened, you know, like I, I'd always played in like the Minnesota junior PGA, like championship, like that was always a thing that I, that I did during the summers. And then, um, as I started getting better, I don't I think it was 2021, the first time that I actually qualified, um, for the national championship, but it was just kind of, just kind of something that happened. That was never really my, my like goal in, in playing in the Minnesota section. That was just kind of, kind of what happened. And, and, I, obviously those tournaments have offered some really great experience um, throughout my, throughout my junior career. Catherine, follow up to that is um, at what moment, and I, I asked this a lot, and it might be hard for you to recall, but do the best <laughs> you can. Do you recall a moment where it just clicked with you where you're like, Oh, I have a chance to be good. Or I do oh, actually. Perfect. I do. I remember, um, there was, this was my seventh grade year. It was uh, like the week before the state tournament, which I ended up winning that, that year. It was um, 20, 2018. And I had just had a lesson with, with Luke and I was before I was kind of struggling, but then I was hitting on the range after that. And um, I think he had, he had just shown me something in my swing or something like that. And I just, visually I just saw something and um and kind of thought about whatever it was and I just started hitting well and my dad said this is actually this is good you know and I kind of I think I I realized that there could be some consistency some good some good consistency there awesome so obviously you win you win the state open but let's backtrack you win the state am Mm-hmm. You and your brother pretty much have both all the trophies in your house right now. Big ones in Minnesota golf. High school state championship. You finished second to Reese. Mm-hmm. You had won, I think, the year before. So how, yes. I mean, you're playing a lot of big events. And how do you stick with it? Because you're not always going to win every single event. So how do you, some of those events where you come close and you've, I mean, you've qualified for the junior AM and the junior PGA and you haven't had your best and you haven't what, whatnot. So how do you use those as motivation throughout the summer? Because it's a long summer as Greg knows. Yeah, no, it does. It, 
there's a lot of tournaments and there's a lot of just a lot of grit that's required just to kind of keep up the the motivation and just the dedication and practice to think like you know you're always just preparing for the next event but i think the main thing is no matter what happens i mean obviously with a disappointment like state or um you know a success like like the state am i think that there's there's always something to learn and um i think that reflecting on on just kind of everything that's happened in in previous events and taking the lessons and and i i always try to leave the scores behind and just take the lessons with me because i think that that's that's really the only way that you're going to get over some of the some of the bad things that have happened and and really move on with the game so i really have tried to just yeah take take what i can from from whatever i've whatever i've done and use that to my advantage in whatever way i can in the future um, and I know that, you know, through obviously like national tournaments are, are tough and the comp the competition is tough. It's an intense atmosphere. And, um, so I think even though that's unfamiliar at first, it, it's very, very good to be exposed to that because those types of things, whether you play well or play badly, it teaches you something that you can learn, um, and you can use in whatever you do in the future. Potentially wise beyond your years there, Catherine. Um, it's good advice for me. Yeah, Scotty needs that. He also needs a razor. But again, he's maybe trying some stuff. Okay, Catherine, let's move forward to uh, Women's State Open. How many have you played it? I, this might be my fourth. I think it's my fourth. All right, and yeah. your first win? I, I'm sorry I didn't go back and look, but is this your first? Is this second. your second win? Second, yes. First what was, was the in other 2020. One? 2020, where did you win that one at? Ah, uh, the Jewel down ah, Lake City. Yes. The yes. Jewel. Well, let's talk about your rounds a little bit, if you wouldn't mind getting. I love some insight here. We love yeah. to talk about it. So your first nine holes, I look back, you did start on hole number one. I thought, well, maybe she started on 10, which we'll get to yeah. that. But no, you start on one, I think both rounds. And yeah. you birdie two, and then you bogey four. Did your ball roll back down the hill on number four up on that par five? No, I um, I pulled my, my layup into like kind of the longer, I mean, obviously there's a lot of long grass stone ridge is more of a lynx style course and so i i kind of pulled it into the into the long grass and i i hit it over the green um just a little bit i could still pop but i hit it over the green just because i wanted to avoid that really deep bunker in the front um and then or from rolling there, back down the hill that too there are consequences there for sure and um from there i just i three put it from the fringe okay so you have a meh front nine Exactly. You're probably feeling okay, right? Even golf. I know you're decade golf because you're a Luke Benoit um, protege. So I understand all that. You're probably, hey, pars are okay here. Yes. And then what happens on the back nine? Talk us. I mean, I don't see I, your first pars on 17. Talk me through yeah, that. Yeah, that problem. was the only, that was the only par, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, It was, it was very chaotic. It was just kind of back and forth. Like I would it was all putting too, you know, like I, I, I mean, I would get to above the hole and I would three putt, I would be, you know, a little bit below the hole and I would make the putt, like whatever it was, it was just a combination of three putts and one putts. Wow. So ball yeah. striking was fine the entire back nine. Yeah. 
Scotty, that's the decade golf, right? Kind of like we're well, hitting it on the greens and we got to be able to, because Caleb was telling us this about leg putting, right? It's all leg putting. Yeah. And then yeah. make it some, so, so your speed was off is what you're saying, or you just, were they in position? I would say it? it was a combination of speed being a little bit off, but also I think I was just missing it in the wrong spots. Cause there's, I mean, on Stone Ridge, it's, it's a very, it's a very interesting course in that the greens are huge and there's so much, you know, undulation that realistically it's, the greens are really small because you're supposed to, you know, put it within a certain, a certain distance from quadrant. the hole Basically in order quadrant, to, yeah. right. So, Catherine, order. So, so you shoot 74, yes. I'm guessing you went home that night, slept in your own bed. What are yes, you thinking? What are you thinking? Um, well, I, I was thinking actually a lot about the first time I won the tournament, which was 2020. I, what, what was I 15? And, um, I think I had a, I was, I was, I think three shots back, two or three shots back. So I was kind of just under the kind of thinking like anything could happen at that point, because especially in like a two day tournament, you're only halfway through at that point. So it's really just a, all about the, all about the second day, I think. Scotty, I've taken a lot of questions in a row. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Buddy. No, no. Um, yeah. So going into day two, quick question, course conditions. I mean, Stone Ridge can get the greens as fast as any golf course around. How fast were the greens? The greens were... They were very firm, but I wouldn't say that they were like as fast as they could have been. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So you're start, you're kind of, you're obviously a few shots back. You're not in the final group. So you're kind of out there, um, putting the bar, uh, set leader mm -hmm. in the clubhouse. You start birdie, eagle, par, birdie. You're four under through four holes. Yes. Just like walk out of the gates like i'm gonna take the lead after four holes so what happens on walk me through that stretch of one two three and four yeah so one is a shorter par four so i hit three wood off the tee both days it was you know a fine layup and then i hit an a wedge to four or five feet um on that first hole which was good start make the putt that was good and then the next hole um just driver and nice three would lay up and then I had about 55 yards um and it was the pin was kind of tucked like right over the the front left bunker mm -hmm. and so I kind of hit a high like spinning pitch and it ended up going in which is how the eagle happened that is there bogey. we go right that's Catherine that pin is bogey every time for me doesn't matter doesn't matter where I lay it up doesn't matter where I hit it bogey you make well, I was worried because I was like I looked at it and I looked at like where the pin was and I was I was I was concerned I was concerned because I was like I should have laid up farther right I you know but mm -hmm. it ended up all right so, so make a par birdie. on three yep go ahead Scotty and then birdie on four just lay up yeah just a nice I don't know, a six iron layup or whatever it was, and then a wedge to like a foot or something like that. So there we go. So now, okay, 
two questions, Greg, then I'll kick it back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you start like that, mm -hmm. do and you're four under through four, mm -hmm. does your mindset then change? Or I got to imagine you've had plenty of rounds where you keep it going and you can go really low. But so two questions, does your mindset change? And I think I know the answer. But do you look at the scoreboard then to say, hey, I'm four <laughs> under through four, where am I at? Do I need to keep pressing or can I just kind of play smart golf? So no, I did not look at the leaderboard. Okay. I, um, it's, it was, I mean, I wasn't in the final group, right? So yeah. I wasn't like really aware of like what the, what everybody else was doing, anybody else who was in contention, whatever it was like, I, like, I just didn't know. And I didn't want to know because I, I didn't want my mindset to change. I was kind of just, um, you know, just kind of trying to keep the pedal down and yeah. continue doing what I was doing because at that point it was just kind of, you know, four holes in, you still got a lot of golf to play. And so I didn't want to get ahead of myself or, you know, start making decisions that I wouldn't normally just because of the first four holes. Yeah. So Catherine, so you bogey six, birdie 10. Uh, did mm -hmm. you hit the barn on number 11? I did not. And you made a double. Talk us through I that still one. made a double. No what barn. Happened? No barn. Still made a double. I guess there are different ways to, to screw up that hole, but um, <laughs> I hit it was it was a fine drive and then I laid up with like an iron or whatever and I had just a 60 degree wedge and something about it I was not not comfortable over that shot I was not committed to it at all and I I should have backed off it but I didn't and so I hit it and I like pretty much bladed it over the green into that um like there's like a hill that goes yeah. up behind the green and I mean that's just dead because there's also a false front to that green and you know whatever so then from there I hit it back over the green to like 35 or whatever yards out pitched and two putted so that was hey, that was the seven moment of honesty here now you blade yeah. the one up into the stands what do you do you slap your leg do you get do you get mad at yourself do you just shake it off i be honest now catherine How did oh that it's go? a mix of all of all of them i i Little think password? i walked away that no not really what? maybe in maybe in my mind not a yes that's how you do it but i uh no i just kind of kind of walk i mean i was going to use the same club so i just kind of took my club and, and walked back up are you carrying your own bag at this point by the way or no my mom got it for me the whole time okay oh so yeah. you have to keep it kind of relatively um pg and not get too angry right right yeah ideally that's it okay so you par and then Bounce back eagle. Talk yes. to another hole out. Drivable par four. Another hole out. Yes. No. Yeah. I mean, it's a drivable par four, but I didn't, I didn't go for the green. I went kind of over the, over the, over like the second bunker from the left mm -hmm. on that dog leg. That's just kind of what I did the whole time because the, the fairway is pretty wide there. So I was again, like 50 ish yards away. Your and playing partners probably wanted to just shoot you. I would imagine. Yeah. I would imagine. 
I mean, right, Scotty? When if I'm playing with somebody and they hole out twice in a round, there's a nine iron going to go helicoptering across the way, and if it catches them in the neck, I mean, you know how frustrating that is, right? I hope that the next time I hole out twice in a round, I'm playing with you, Greg. Now, when you did it at the uh, at the uh, Dakota Chapter Championship, I was I was in no way, shape, or form in a good position, so it didn't bother me. Scott, yeah, you were going to quit golf. But Catherine, I mean, I'm guessing you're kind of chuckling to yourself, right? Like this isn't possible. I just oh, hold on yeah. again. I mean, the first one was kind of surreal, but two, it's like that's just unheard of. Unheard of. Okay. So then you kind of then you par 14. You go yeah. birdie bogey, birdie bogey to finish at <laughs> yeah. any one point in that stretch did you look at the scoreboard no okay no not, not once not once because you have it on your phone right or was your mom entering the scores no i my nikki reineke in my group was entering the score so i mean i if i had looked i could have just you know checked my phone for it but i i, I didn't want to that's discipline catherine good for you scotty tells me this all the time i I find it fun to look and see, all right, who's playing? Well, especially if I'm not playing good, which is a lot, um, I'll find, I'll, I'll look and I'll say, well, who's, who's beating this thing up? How is he six under out here? This is so yeah. brutally tough. So yeah. I also, some, I have caught myself at other times going, Hey, I'm playing well. I'm wondering if other people think it's easy out here today, you yeah. know? And so I've caught myself doing that. So I, I want to applaud you. That's great discipline to not do that. You had mm -hmm. no idea when you finished where you stood or did, no. I mean, before that or until you finished? I um I I really had no idea. No. I mean, I I was thinking I was hopefully close to the lead. Um on like 18T. I know that we we waited for a minute there and I was I just I just kind of had no idea and I wasn't really thinking about it and then um and then I think I I hit like I hit it left on my second shot my approach shot to not or to 18 and then I pitched up and I think I heard um I heard my coach Katie Hahnemann say like yep that'll work or something like that and um and then I had kind of a good idea that it was that it was going to be going to be okay because Betsy was the leader after day one correct Camille no. Kuznick was the leader right okay. at one under yeah. oh oh she did so somebody was one under okay Yes. So you had no idea that she was imploding. No. None. Scotty, I'm I'm just overly impressed with these young kids that have figured this stuff out and it's taken uh well again, I still haven't figured it out. I'm 48 years old. So uh uh it's pretty cool to hear these stories. And I love going back and doing these rounds. Um I, I think it's cool to hear the mindset kind yeah. of what went through what what's going through your head anything big left the rest of the summer or is it college golf starting next week college golf will be will be next I have off until I move in the 29th and then our first tournament is the um fifth and sixth up in North Dakota okay Scotty you gotta ask your same question you asked Caleb come on ask it she probably she probably already knows what it is but um no I mean awesome it's it's just very insightful. Obviously, you two are very well coached. I think Greg should book a lesson very soon. Um, but no, you, both you and your brother are just wise. It's it's fun to talk to you both about rounds. Um, 
two-part question. Yeah. You got to tell us your biggest weakness and Caleb's biggest weakness on the golf course, which there, I, I mean, there might not be one. Let's be honest. Look at the scores lately. But I'm going to ask, because Caleb gave us some wishy-washy, you know, uh, maybe, maybe. Who wins? You guys lace them up. You go out to Stone Ridge. We're playing mm -hmm. a match play match for Dairy Queen Blizzards. Who's mm -hmm. going to win between you two? That's a good question. <laughs> well, I will start by saying that my weakness is definitely it's it's like overthinking it like i really have been working lately on just simplifying and luke's been working with me on this too but like just simplifying the golf swing not so many like swing thoughts just commit to the shot focus on the target and maybe think about one thing in the swing but you know i've always i feel like i've always kind of been like the type of player that will just think about so many things and then you know, if, if a swing thought doesn't work, then I tend to lose confidence. And so I think that that's definitely been one of my biggest weaknesses and one that I'm, I mean, I think I've gotten better at over the years and definitely the summer, but um, what's Caleb's biggest weakness? Probably, probably just the fact that he cares so much. Oh, interesting. You know? I think that's actually a real thing. Oh yeah. And he, I mean, he works so hard. He has so much talent and he pushes himself more than anybody else in the, in the world, you know, pushes him. And so I think that I, I mean, obviously it's taken him to some pretty great places, but um, I think that sometimes he can be hard on himself, but. Catherine, are you still not answering? Oh, 10 matches. You guys play ten, ten times. times. You two. You from your tees, he from his tees. Okay, different tees, different tees. Um, yeah, no, from the proper tees. Yeah, right? proper, proper tees. You're playing 80, 85% of what he's playing basically is kind of where we land. Hmm. I would, okay, I would probably say him just because I think that he would get in my head. Oh, Whoa, little brother. head games. The old, the old mental warfare from the older brother. Seriously. Yeah. I can just see that happening. You know what I mean? Yep. Good call. Catherine, <laughs> we want to thank you for coming on today. We want to say well, thanks for having me. To you and your career. And um proud of you that you're staying home, girl. That's that's a tough call because there's thanks, other sir. places where you can play golf year round. And mm -hmm. I'm sure that tempted you to, you know, to go off to Florida Gulf Coast or wherever. <laughs> You know whoever else was after you because i i bet your list was long so we want to thank you from the minnesota section for staying home that's 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 huge for us yes. and i know growing the game with the ladies is uh i've always said there's one boom left in golf we've exhausted all of them but there's one left and that's women and mm -hmm. i i don't know exactly how to get there but people like you can help with that uh, whether you know it or not. And I just uh, personally want to thank you for all you've done for ladies golf and that you compete and you care and uh, that you're staying home. So Scotty, any last words for Catherine? No, that was, that was awesome. Greg. I can't agree anymore. And just good luck this year at college. 
have fun with golf, but have fun at school as well. And uh, we'll be cheering you on. Well, yeah, you didn't you. take it, yeah. Catherine. You didn't take any post secondary under that, did you? Well, I took like AP classes. Okay. But no, like, like I'll be there for four years. Yeah. Thank you. Stay in school. Enjoy it. Just I'll do have my best. Some fun. That's awesome. All right. That's Catherine Van Aragon. Thank you so much for coming on and have a great day. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. All right, Kaylee, let's bring you back on here for some state of the section. While, Kay, while Kaylee's getting ready, Scotty, um, I just, I'm blown away by these kids, how they talk and how they think in their golf games. And oh my goodness, I wish I could have had that men mental approach to golf. I had the, uh, I'm going to hit it hard so that I can get up and down on a par five. That was what I always used to kind of think. That was my growing up years. But these kids, they just think the game differently now than I used to. It's unbelievable. Like, I was looking back. I think she won three state high school tournaments. She's won the state open twice. She's won the state am twice. She's qualified for the junior am, the junior PGA, like, it's unbelievable. She's 18 years old. She's playing. I mean, she's got a very bright future. And as you mentioned, she's just wise, wise beyond her years. And you said it about Caleb too. They're just, they're just great kids. I met their parents out at the 3M walking with Caleb. It was, yeah, they're just great people. You can tell that they had uh, great role models growing up. So yeah. Thanks, buddy. All right, Kayla, yeah. stay to the section. Yeah, well, we're in the championship swing. Uh, we have the senior pro champ coming up next week at uh, Highland National. And then the week after that, a couple weeks after that, we head up to the wilderness for the pro champ. And then also just the assistance champ will be in September up at Northland Country Club. So we're ready to see, see who's going to qualify. The Northern Chapter. As you know, Scotty, we play in the Northern Chapter Open, but the Northern are taking over this year. Great golf courses. Scotty, give me your uh, give me your rundown of all that. You got any favorites to win them all besides yourself? Where? At Wilderness? Well, we'll start with Highland. Highland, I can honestly say I've never played Highland. I played there last year. Okay. Give me a redesign. Yeah. yeah. I think obviously it's it's tough to go against Don Barry right now, Kaylee's favorite player. Uh, mm -hmm. I must be second, Greg, maybe a close third. But um, <laughs> anyways, <clears throat> Don is he's 60 years old and he's really committed to distance and he's working hard at it. I mean, he's shot some just great scores this year he seems like he's playing great Stendhal's playing solid um Eric Childs is going to be in the mix uh we got to look again there might be some interesting 50 year olds that are now in Greg what are you like one year away two years I can't play this year I can't play next year and then hello hello world do you do we need to do a press conference for when you when I sign turn my big 50? Deal. When I sign my big deal with what are those what are those uh things that old people wear when they um when they can't control their bodily functions? 
Colostomy <laughs> bags? Is it the pens? Colostomy yeah. bag. I'm going to sign with the pens. Okay. Here, oh, another one that I missed, Chris Borgen. But here is a name that you're not going to believe is in the 50-plus. You ready Eric for Tofner. it? Eric Tofner. No, he's been in there for a while. Who's the newest? Brian Pabst, who's at Eagle Lake. Chris Peterson. Lucy? Yes. Chris Peterson. Lucy! Lance West, who's at Medina. So those are three new names um, on there. Um, you and I are going to have to talk about another name that's on there off the show. All right. So I got, I put down, I wrote down Stendhal over here. He's my pick. Nothing against okay. Don Barry, but I'm picking Stendhal. All right, section championship, wilderness. We can't do a preview this year, people. Sorry. Sorry, can't do it. We had a lot of fun last year. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. It's a four-hour break. What is it for you? Five? 5.20. Oh, my gosh. And I got club club championship uh, here at uh, Eagle Creek Golf Club on Saturday, Sunday. Um, I'm not asking for a specific tee time. Wherever he puts me, he puts me. And I'll figure out how to get there. So we have kind of given a wilderness preview throughout the years. If people remember, this is the spot where Greg Snow thought he was going to quit golf. He he shoots, what'd you shoot? 96. 96. Something like the 93, 90, something like that. Last section championship at Wilderness at Fortune Bay, 2010. 2010. I shoot, I think, 69 in the first round. So Greg flipped me. Oh, my God. <laughs> it might be the biggest differential between him and I and scores in our career in the same event. But Wilderness, I think it's going to be great. It's been a long time coming. Last year, supposed to be there. But this year, it's going to be there. I love it up there. Right off of Lake Vermilion, you're in the, the air's just a little bit fresher. It's a lot like Brainerd Golf. There's trees everywhere, so you got to keep it in play. You got to hit it straight. No smothers, brothers. Let's keep those smothers out of there. And the green complexes, there's some complexity to them. There's a couple of uh, split fairways with the railroad ties. So I think it's going to be a really good test. I think a lot of our best players are going to come to the top because you can't have any misses out there. The last time, surprisingly, it was Jeff Sorensen and Don Barry in a playoff for the title, and Jeff won. Might have been his first one that he won. I'm not positive on that, but Jeff won it. Um, so same characters are in the mix. So it'll be interesting to see it will be interesting to see how many spots we have. It's very, it's great, five hours and 20 minutes. Hopefully we can get a lot of participation up there. Yeah, when's that sign-up deadline, Scotty? You know these uh, Yeah, it's, it's, no, they've moved it back a little bit. The deadline is Monday the 21st, so we got 10 days. Haley, what are you going up? You going up Saturday? Um, yeah, Tone and I are going up Saturday for a little bit of setup. 
little bit. Well, it'll, yeah, we can't Big do ballpark. Big well, ballpark. Yeah, for the course. I'm talking about like our signage. I don't think we yeah. can get in the ground up there, but yes, Tone will be out there setting up everything else. <laughs> All right. And then Northland Champ or the Assistant Championship, Northland Country Club, great venue for them to get uh, for their their title i never got to play there scotty when i was an assistant um yep. my uh i'm trying to get my assistant who just got enrolled into the pga uh last week he's going to play at hazeltine the assistant event coming up on monday and then uh i'm trying to get him to go play up at northland and uh, get kind of involved in this but uh is tim brovold still a uh an, an eight yes he's my pick tim brovold's your pick yeah, I think he needs it. Remember that year he won both, Scott? I do. I think he might it might be the only and last one. For sure he's the last one that's done it. I don't know who else has done it. Um, I'm going to pick a northern guy right now. I don't know if everybody's signed up, but Andrew Israelson is going to be tough to beat. Ooh, he is going to be hard. Trey Fessler is going to be hard, too. Yes. Ooh. Although I did... Play with I did play with Trey and I'm not sure that he's gonna be able to play. What? Yeah. Okay. All right, Kaylee, anything else? State of the section. Yeah, well, just a quick shout out uh to the Craigans crew. We just had junior match play up there. It was super fun to be back at Craigans. We got to see the the new, you know, Dutch 18 that we were on. Uh we were up there for three days. We had a huge weather delay, got to hang out with uh, Club Pro Chatter's biggest fan, Kelly Johnson. So thanks again, Kelly, for listening. <laughs> she was happy to hear that I'm back on picks. So yes, <laughs> we didn't do well. We're still here. But you're back uh, on the picks. Yeah. <laughs> There's next year. We got next year. Yeah. But, um, you know, thanks to that whole crew, there's a lot going on up there. So it was fun to see everything that's happening and kind of the buzz as CRMC is getting closer. Um, but also a huge shout out to our junior players of the year. We just announced these two individuals. So for the ladies, Avery Bartles out of Oxbow um, was our uh, female player of the year. She has won a couple different events. Um, the players tour that was up north in the Fargo area, she won match play and then also won the players tour tournament of champs. So congratulations to her. And then our male player of the year, his name is Jacob Wilson out of Forest Lake. He also has won a couple different players tour events and then won uh, the playoff hold to, to place third at the players tour tournament of champs. And now uh, both of them have secured their spot for cup team, which is a really big deal in the junior golf space. Um, so congrats to both of them. Awesome. Yeah. Scott, um, anything to add on the uh, players? No. I mean, hats off to Carla and her team. Um, yeah. The end's in sight. It's been an unbelievable, I think, more junior events than ever. Uh, so it's a long year, but it's just great to see as, you know, we've had two graduates of the program on the last two years. Look what any of those kids can do. They go through our program and, they're winning state opens and state AMs and playing division one golf. So success stories like that and just great kids. So awesome to hear and congrats to the, the players of the year. And 
everybody that's won out there, it's a big deal, even if you win an event. Yeah. Yeah. So. Big deal. That's right, Scotty. All right, Kaylee, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Scotty, uh, I, I had some more things, but we're out of time. So we're going to say, I got, I got something quick. Real quick. We're out of time. Let's go. I got to commend you, my good friend. You know, I was dogging you hard with Edinburgh coming up on the last episode. And lo and behold, I get up there and Greg Snow makes a nice little check at Edinburgh, even though he limped in, limped in, probably looking at the leaderboard like he shouldn't have been doing. So Greg Snow nips me by one at Edinburgh. And then uh, we won't talk about the rock star for him, although we had a good time hanging out up there. Um, and then beats me at my home course, Faribault. Uh, very proud of him there. So Gregory, you're playing good. I think, do we need to say that it's because of decade? Do we got to well, give Scott Fawcett a little credit here? <laughs> Remember, we had Caleb just before Edinburgh. Yeah. And I have to admit, I was t- I told myself it was par 74 for me. Um, and it kind of kept me in the mindset of a bogey's okay. I got something to play with. It's par 74. And again, other people. And so I was, you know, with the speed of those greens that day, we were told they were a 14. Right. And so things like that, that kind of just made, well, it made me think I'm a die putter. So again, yeah. I don't mind slow greens. I don't mind fast greens. I don't care one way or the other. But when I knew that, then it's like, okay, just cozy and pars are going to be great. Lo and behold, pars were great. Yeah. And, and you're right. I um I pulled a seven iron on the par three, the eighth hole, which was my third to last hole nine. I hit a five wood over the green into Deadville, uh, three putted that green. And then the next hole 10, three putted that green. So limping in was exactly right, Scotty. The 76 should have been a lot better. Uh, but in my mind, it was a two over par that day, which, as you mentioned, it was good. Considering the last time I played there was 98 or 90-something. 90 yeah. So it was, a, it was a big turnaround. But all right, we got to go, Scotty. That's all the time we got for. We got some stuff happening here. But we want to thank everybody for listening. We hope you can go back and listen to maybe even the other one with Caleb, uh, the last episode. That would be episode four. Um, get the brother and sister take. They were in the same room. We found out when they when we interviewed them. And uh, cool family, cool story. So for Scott McDonald, for Kaylee Ekstrom, I'm Greg Snow. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day.